This podcast is part of the Podcast Arcade Network. Thank you for listening to the Covert Nerd Podcast. I really appreciate the time that you give me. Before we get into the episode, if you can think of somebody that would like this topic that you're about to listen to, please pause the podcast and share it with them. You can also go to covertnerd.net and look at previous episodes and different ways that you can get in touch with me. Let me know what you think. Without further ado, let's dive right in and nerd it up. I pitched this idea to Eddie way back about talking about what us old men liked when we were mm. kids, but then kind of juxtapose or nuance that with what our kids kind of got uh, infatuated with or really liked when they were kids. And the idea was, okay, like, for example, I had Ruth watch the movie that I liked when I was a kid, and so she could kind of comment on that. And then I watched what she liked when she was a kid, so I could comment on that and just discuss it and kind of just share our nerdy loves that we had when we were kids. And so this, we finally did it, Eddie. It only took about a year and a half, but, you know, we did it. I think it was so, more than that. Yeah, it's been a while. So so I'm, I'm Lee with the Covert Nerd Podcast, so I'll just have – let's go with Ruth. Just say your name and how old you are and, and uh, go from there. Oh, my gosh. It's just like a first our first day of class. Okay, so my yeah. name is Ruth. I'm 21. Um, a fun fact about me. No, I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my daughter, Ruth. So we'll, we'll go to you, Eddie. Oh, my name's Eddie. I'm 44. But I, have the, but I like I long walks on the beach. <laughs> I, love, I love long walks on the beach. And I, I gave myself six-pack abs by crying myself to sleep during the pandemic. Mm. That's there you go. Ah. No, uh, yeah, I'm a, a lucky guest on the Covert Nerd podcast. Uh, I'm usually host um, every other Thursday. I'm hosting another yes. podcast with this fine, this fine gentleman here. So it's it's a, this is fun to kind of break break the mold and do something different now. Now, it is. right now. now All right. right. <laughs> All right. And this is you. my 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 daughter Daphne. I'm Daphne. I'm 21. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Did you get I know we don't abs? have we're like we're not like, like oh there's not we have that a much. podcast. It's yeah. like oh, I'm, yeah, I'm, I don't 21. have a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so fun fact. Fun fact. I, I don't have a podcast. <laughs> that is our fun I'm fact. Here. Well, let's get started with the uh, the picks. So, like I said, my pick was Transformers: The Animated Movie from Ooh. 1986. Let me get this oh. on the screen here. Eddie knows about this because I think he probably had a With, uh, a Optimus Prime figure in his lap when he watched this movie. Probably this <laughs> this was a tough one because I knew when you picked this, I'm like, well, I can't talk about this one. So it's Transformers so, animated movie. We're gonna watch the trailer. So people listening later or watching live or or Daphne or Ruth that well, Ruth already already watched it. So but, but maybe Daphne may not have. So let's watch the trailer. Oh, no, this will bring back memories. Daphne remembers. I. Yeah, you've got the touch. Yes. You got the, touch, yeah. you got the power. I'm going to turn that down a little bit. Hold on tight. The most incredible rock and roll adventure ever is here. Ooh, rock and roll is a show. Hell yeah. Starring Judd Nelson as Hot Rod. Judd Nelson. <laughs> and Orson Welles. My kids oh my didn't gosh. know Orson Welles. Orson Welles. We saw that rocket skateboard, and we were like, "Whoa! I want one of those. We're gonna have those in 20 That's years." That's how everybody talked in 1986, too. It was. Whoa! That's bad. Whatever, Dad. You don't know me. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, this was like straight up murder. So, did you guys see the trailer prior to seeing the, the movie? actual? Yeah. Like, oh yeah. 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 On, TV? Yeah, on okay. TV. yeah. We only had two TV channels when I was a kid, so oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We lived on Mars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we saw the trailer for this too. Uh, it was in another movie we were watching. And I, um, I saw it probably on Saturday morning. I guarantee it was Saturday morning. Yeah. Yeah, this would have rocked my world if I witnessed this as a child. Yeah. Even oh, now, it blew your like brain. Yeah. Look, at look at the rainbow coming. I know. Coming to a theater near you this August. Yes, coming to a theater. Yeah. Near you. <laughs> oh, I man. swear. Oh, Carolyn. Yeah. Are we going to talk about Carolyn's here. Yes, she is. 
There she is. She's gonna mention happening. Jason the Wheeled Warriors. Oh, we have to talk about that briefly. We have to Jason the JC and the yeah, Wheeled Please Warriors. educate. I don't know if it's Ruth Jace knows. and it's insane. And Lee, you have to get that trailer for, or a little thing for okay. that fired up if you can. All um, right, I'll work on it for us to show that while you're um, while you're talking. But Ruth, did you want to share some mems of this? Uh, so she just yeah, this, she just uh, got done watching this just a little bit ago. So yeah, yeah Ruth, let us just know while I look this up. Um. Well, I thought. I kind of felt like a little kid watching this movie because, like, all the colors and, like, all the sound effects. And, like, normally when I sit down and watch something, I can't just, like, sit there and watch something. Like, I have to be doing something else. But, like, those moments where I was just watching, I was, like, like, totally lost in the movie. And um, also the soundtrack to this movie. Mm -hmm. Mm. So good. So good. The soundtrack is good. Yeah, no, I told my dad, I was like, I'm going to add these songs to my Spotify playlist. Like, <laughs> these are some good, these are some good songs. So, um, yeah, I'd never seen this movie until I watched it a few hours ago. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> I think I saw like parts of it randomly, but I've never like sat down and watched the entire thing before. But it was definitely very direct and to the point. Like as soon as the heroes won, won at the end of the movie, it was like mm, done. Credits roll. Like yeah, yeah. They weren't playing it, around. Straight to the then. point. <laughs> yep. No. No sequel. No. Like tease. Yeah. No sequel yeah. tease. No nothing. And when they started, I mean, they were killing main characters in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like it was their job. Yes. There was yes. no sympathy. Yeah. Even Ruth commented, not knowing some of the history of how the difference between the TV show and the movie was like, wow, they're brutal. They're like murdering everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the, yeah, the scene where they break into the ship, where they break into the ship, Megatron just starts blasting everybody. Then a guy mm-hmm. is begging dead, for mercy dead, dead. and Megatron just blows his He's head like, off. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like, hey, kid, what's your favorite uh, Autobot there? I love Prowl. He's dead. He's, He's dead. dead. <laughs> what about this Gone. one? He's dead, too. <laughs> dead, too. <laughs> but don't I... tell me Optimus Prime. Oh. Oh. You want to know? <laughs> <laughs> I love Great. Optimus Prime. He's going to save the day. Oh, I got something for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. It's, oh, dude, uh, yeah. It's it was so it was way different than anything we had ever seen before at that time. So, and uh, they were like, "Why are they killing everybody off?" And I was like, "Well, this is basically a an hour and a half, a ninety minute commercial for action figures for new toys uh, for new toys. <laughs> yeah. So they got to get rid of the old ones so that those yeah. stupid kids. We need to get them to buy more toys. Oh god, they were Capitalism so runs that deep. Oh yeah, man, <laughs> capitalism strong. They were like trickle down transformer nomics. They were yeah. like, we're gonna kill everybody you love and then give you new people to love. New people, and they were gonna love. kill them too. Yeah. Uh, Ruth, what did you think of the animation? I mean, this is where you guys. I mean, and we're gonna spoiler. There's another animated thing on the on the docket to talk about tonight. That, but what? Did, how did the animation jump out at you? I think it was very over the top. I think the coolest thing animation wise was when they started like when all the the evil dudes started like transforming into like their new forms where it was like yeah. all purple and like all the line work. That yeah. was yeah. I was like that must have taken so long because there was so much detail yeah. between like their transformations. So yeah, no, it was very even though I wasn't born in that time in hadn't seen that movie until literally like two hours ago it still felt nostalgic in a way and i don't know how it did that but it definitely did it kind of like brought you back a little bit with like the animation the soundtrack the story all that kind of stuff so yeah it's a it's a quintessentially 80s story Mm -hmm. yeah the way that the plot kind of develops if you want to know, yeah, let, let kids know what was the 80s music and what was the 80s like, you can just show them this because it just bleeds 80s all over the place. Literally. You're like just soaking it. You get oh, into hey. the soundtrack, Ruth. Hey, I want to What's shout that, out Luke? to uh, Kurgan real quick. He's a fan of the show. He does a Hero Quest Twitch channel that's real fun. So he's a Oh, smart, that's fun. He's a smart guy. Shout Good guys. Out. Check it out. So anyway, he's, go ahead. He's like 
do the animation errors a lot of the dead bots show up in the background of later scenes i don't yeah. doubt that because they yeah. were killing so many robots they were like we got to use the dead bodies in the scene we don't have just any just put them in the back don't even put worry about the dead bodies <laughs> put them in the back yeah kids are dumb kids are dumb <laughs> Well, they don't they can't yeah. see anything um, there there's a okay. actual in 2010 i found this out they somebody found an original draft copy of the script and they were going to kill even more transformers yeah. than yeah. what they did in the movie already so it's only for like the purpose of new toys or is this just pretty, like they yeah. were having fun yeah. murdering robots at this point i don't know like what do <laughs> a little bit of both. Do, maybe like, a little bit of both i think they were trying to transition them. to gen 2 so they could sell more toys because, you know, they've been selling Optimus Prime and Megatron and Starscream figures mm -hmm. for three, four years now. Well, they've kind of the kids that want them already have them. We got to try to get them more. And right. Know, that was kind like, of the idea. Not buying another Optimus. Like a third. Yeah. So the, yeah. the guy Keep for that, yourself, the guy that directed it was Nelson Shin. So Eddie will know this guy or these cartoons. Nelson Shin also worked on the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon. Spider-Man and his yep. amazing oh friends, The Incredible Hulk, yep. the G.I. Joe animated movie, and the, the TV yep. show, and The Simpsons. Yep. So that guy was like, <laughs> encompasses oh, most of the 80s. Yeah, the, he's the an 80s animator alum. The G.I. Joe movie comes as no surprise because it had a lot of those sweeping camera angles and like zooms and all those things and really like super detail like you're getting that roots, like a lot of detail. And a lot of crazy death. They were killing G.I. Joes in that movie like it didn't matter either. They were yeah. like, dead, 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 dead. You're Everybody dead. died. You're dead. You're dead. <laughs> what got me, you mentioned the soundtrack, Ruth. That soundtrack is so good. It is so good. It's such a good one. And like I still I still listen to it now. I'm like, I'm feeling a little down today. I need a little pep. I do have the I can dare to survive. <laughs> <laughs> and dare, dare to be stupid. We'll get into music in a second. Yeah. Yeah. Dare to, uh, dude, they had yeah. Weird Al. I Ruth, know. Weird no. Al. Yeah, Wait, I didn't, dare to be stupid shut, I didn't believe it oh, really? when I first heard it. <gasps> okay. I didn't remember watch it then. Yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> dare to be stupid was it? Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What? That's, that's uh, rad. That's I'm cool. with Carolyn. Carolyn's saying, I cried watching this movie for sure. Yes. Yeah. I mean, for real. This is where it's like, and Carolyn, how did we not talk about this in high school? We would have been talking for hours. It <laughs> wasn't, it was such an, I mean, even the scene where they're getting judged by those Quintessons and they're like, guilty. And they're just dropping after, the, oh, yeah. no, innocent. And then innocent. they're dropping them. And they the kill them anyway. anyway. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, the, if you're considering this is 10, 11, 12 year old kids and they're just doing on screen deaths everywhere. Yeah. literally oh, you gotta man. teach me young i no, guess not fair, <laughs> i guess that was a, it was a fun movie it, it didn't do that well the budget was six million it grossed about 5.8 million they didn't oh, even break million. oh my gosh yeah. i think when they when the word got out that they're killing robots they're like man your kids are gonna walk out of here crying their eyes out don't do that like it, i yeah. know they messed gosh, up they messed uh, up yeah yeah so it's still a great movie i think it holds up fairly well in my opinion so you, obviously ruth 21 year old likes it or i mean it's probably not your favorite movie but you're like yeah that's not bad no i would i think i would watch it again although i think what kept me going and laughing during it is just all the logical errors that it oh has. yes <laughs> yes oh eddie you gotta hear these scene? eddie <laughs> okay, okay so there's like the whole underwater scene there's like underwater robot fish so like, are they yeah. all waterproof? And also, there's like, who built those fish? Like, are they reproducing? Also, where that giant octopus come from? Who's building that octopus? And then also, mortality comes in the question. Yeah, and then there's like, there's also a robot with facial hair, and then <laughs> there's also <laughs> bubbles coming from them when they're underwater. So that means that they're not airtight. So does that mean that the robots are like the transformers are waterproof? So like, there was a lot of moments. <laughs> moments where i was like hmm i wonder how that that would logically work out like continuity kinda, yeah. errors with ruth yeah oh. there was a lot of errors megatron was was choking uh, uh uh hot rod and she's like well if they don't breathe it's not gonna matter if she chokes him or <laughs> like ruth yep. hey yeah. the flex capacitor takes you back in time just, just don't question anything we're not thinking about it too much. Kid. It's, don't, don't do it don't do it i get it though <laughs> oh man you know Hey, Carolyn made a good point. She said it doesn't matter if they didn't make the budget because they had toy sales. So, True. well, of course, you know, yeah. 
They had to sell the uh, the gray corpse prime. Oh they had to God. sell that to the kids. Yes. <laughs> the dead yes. Kurgan yeah. Kurgan oh. made a good point too. There's an Xbox game that basically recreates yep. the 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 cartoon, and he's right. It, look, it looks yeah. almost identical to the cartoon. So. Yeah, I agree. I agree with him. I was laughing. Ruth is asking me all these questions. Like, if they're robots and they don't breathe, why are there bubbles under the water? Like, hey. <laughs> it's a it's a logical <laughs> exactly. question. Also, that that moment when the Dare to Be Stupid uh, song is playing, where they're all like dancing, dancing. for absolutely no reason. <laughs> exactly. And then, like, the dance. Literally, I'm like, why are they dancing? I don't understand what's going on. And then, like, two seconds later, they're like, oh my gosh, the fate of the world. Like, the world, everyone's going to die because, like, they stole, I don't, what's that thing that, like, Matrix of Leadership. The, yeah. The Matrix of Leadership. Yeah. 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 And they're like, oh my gosh, we're doomed. Like, but, like, five seconds ago, they were just dancing to, like, dare to be stupid by Weird Al. And I was like, this is, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> you, you know, when this things, is chaotic. When, oh my God. <laughs> When things get so bleak, all you can do is dance for a second. You just gotta yeah. be like, whatever, man. For, for weird out. <laughs> and then you go back to address the story. It, it That's yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey. Yeah. It's, again, eighties is a trip. You know, it, it's. I'm sure there was all, mm-hmm. lines of cocaine involved with making that movie. There's always cocaine. It's the eighties. <laughs> First, you start with cocaine, and then you go into the thing. And this is where Ruth, we can get really fanboyish about Transformers because they're living machines. That's yes. what they are. And so okay. nobody builds them. They do evolve. Daphne's going to hold her. No, they're, keep going. They're living machines. So there <laughs> is like there is an evolutionary process. And yes, they do reproduce. If you remember okay. in the beginning of the movie, there's like robot children. Yes. They're like running away. Oh, because like, ah! I saw like robot like women, like yep, female yeah. robots, but I didn't see any children. Yeah, if they're... you watch it in the beginning, uh, mm-hmm. Lee, you go for it. This is your yeah. thing. So... At the very beginning when Unicron is devouring that planet, there's there's children. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Okay. So that solves that problem. <laughs> and and when Unicron is attacking Cybertron, you can see him briefly amongst the dead bodies of the dead robots. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so they do reproduce, but do they still need? Obviously, they don't need oxygen because they don't need space. oxygen. That's totally yeah. The bubbles. Don't... <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, maybe maybe they had air in some yeah. of their in some of their parts in their body. That that's out. That's why. I don't know. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Yeah, I can. Yeah. I can believe all of that. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. What I liked was that we had a total like '80s trope too of the dropping, dropping Bumblebee, no Jazz, dropping Jazz and Spike into a vat of acid because I don't know yes. why not. Vat of acid. <laughs> Just, yes, you you're right. I need a vat of acid. <laughs> yes. Give me acid. Oh uh, yeah, it was. It's a good movie. That was it's a great still, movie though. It still was, holds up. So good. So. All right, well, let's move yeah, on to what uh, we want to go with Ruth. Is that where we're going to go through next? Oh, wait, no. We're going to do dads and then the kids, I dads think. Wait, I found your JC here. Let's watch Eddie's JC and the Wheel oh, yeah. Warriors. Oh, Jace, yeah, Jace and Jace. the Wheel Warriors. This is for Carolyn. Okay, Carolyn, let me see. And the Wheel Warriors? Wheeled Warriors. Wheeled. It's a hybrid. I won't even spoil it. You guys the stars to save the universe from the monster minds. Oh yeah, I remember this now. To unite the magic root and lead his lightning league to victory over the changing form of Sawboss. Wheeled warriors explode into battle. Lightning strikes. Look at this pigtail. That's one thing that's just so. Uh, where where those where that soundtrack go? Like the the chorus, the were very just like, like telling you what's happening. Oh yeah, thumbs yeah, up. Thumbs up. Oh yeah. Oh man, that's a Bad trip. Ass. <laughs> that no, that cool. cartoon, that cartoon escaped a lot of people in the eighties. Yeah, I've never heard about that. Yeah, yeah I've I never watched seen it. That. 
It's crazy. It, it's a fusion of plants and machines. So we said it was all cocaine. No, this is what happens when you smoke weed in the 80s and you're like, what if plants? <laughs> what if plants were machines? I don't. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, man. that definitely wasn't a sober thought for sure. Someone. No, I don't think any thought was sober in the 80s. No. They're, they're... I don't know how you could have. <laughs> there was this fascination with graying patterns in people's hair in the 80s too you know i like the, the middle stripe stripe. Stripe. Yeah. yeah no that was something that was something i yeah, think that was a toy funny. line too if i remember correctly it was it absolutely yeah, it was, it was a commercial was. for toys again Again. That was a toy commercial? No, no, no. Well, that was the intro just... for the cartoon. Oh, I was like, Daphne, the whole reason they came up with, with the Transformers cartoon was to sell toys. Because yeah. back in the 80s, you couldn't have, correct me, Eddie, you couldn't have like children's commercials or, or something. There's something law that they had. And they said, well, so let's just the... create a cartoon yeah. series that features our toys. You could not create direct advertising to children for toys. Yes. So then they were like, let's make a TV show. And so, so now, now they did get around that at some point in the early 80s because the Masters of the Universe had those commercials for toys. No, Lee, we're wrong. It was the other way around. You couldn't. They were concerned. They were trying to sell toys through the cartoons. That's why they put the public service announcements at the end of the cartoon. That's what it was. Okay. That's yeah. what What's it was. Up? Wait, what's yes. up with PS- what public Wait, service? Why, why are they putting PSAs? Ruth doesn't know about the PSAs, Lee. Oh, tell, man. Tell okay. about the PSAs. I don't know. You okay. know what? Fire one up and I'll, fire one up on G- uh, on YouTube and I'll explain. So everybody listening and and uh, and our offspring. Hello. Um, <laughs> uh, so they were concerned about kids being advertised to uh, over these cartoons, which frankly they were. And so, yeah. And so, what they did was to offset the uh, influence of the to- of these toys, or these these cartoons that had basically a, a twenty minute ad for a, for a toy. They would put at the end of it a little public service announcement with the characters of the cartoon, literally addressing like a situation, and then looking right into the camera and being like, "Hey, you, Billy, don't smoke your mama's cigarettes." The oh bad for you. Wait till you. <laughs> so, so Lee's got one here. They're very fun. I'll, I'll get one here. Okay. Oh, gee, I Oh. Hey. I'm excited for this. <gasps> You're not my friend. Oh, this, this is, is a this is the parody me. one, dude. Oh. This is <laughs> <laughs> what is that audio? They did parody. <laughs> oh, <good>. <laughs> <laughs> they took uh, these and made a parody of them. I invite everyone uh, to watch these on YouTube. But I, they took and I made want them. to. Oh, dude! They type the... in pork chop sandwiches. Everybody, after this is done, type oh, in pork. Oh, that's you. Oh god! Type in pork chop sandwiches, and you, Ruth, you'll thank me, or you'll hate let's me. See, let's see if I can. <laughs> Whichever one. one. <laughs> but the they all the cartoons had it. I remember Super Friends had them. All of them. Superman would come out and yep. Tell Johnny not to smoke cigarettes. Yep. I don't get what this mentality. He man had him. We can't advertise to kids. That mentality is out of the window Let's now. Yeah, they get it. You're making the mistake. Flint. Anyone can have an accident, but lying makes it worse. But mom will be upset. Where was this guy hiding? He's got bullets. He's got bullets on his Listen chest. Listen, you little bitch. Don't you be lying. <laughs> like was he just waiting outside those kids' houses? He like, yeah. rolled up so quick. <laughs> And he was awake. G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> one more. I had an accident. I'll uh, take you to it. Uh-oh. Oh. Look, Wild Bill. Who was that? Some stranger. He said Donnie's mom was hurt. I didn't know if I should go with him. Well, just don't do what a stranger says. <laughs> I don't know what's Check worse. The, the guy that pulled up or him. Remember, scarier. <laughs> He's still a stranger. Yeah, Eddie has a, she has a mustache. He has a mustache, so you can't wow. trust him. Wow. Yeah, we'll no, I more. don't trust anyone with a mustache like that. Don't. So that's how they got away yeah. with basically having 30-minute yeah. commercials, you know, the TV shows, as long as they put those at the end. That's wonderful. Hmm. Bring them back. Yeah. Where are our PSAs? I want that, yeah. Yeah, I need that. Oh. There was a certain amount of social consciousness being applied to things back then. But like Carolyn pointed out into her comment, about mid-late 80s, they all just kind of were like, man, listen, we're sitting on millions here. We're going to just quit with that. Screw it. It's not yeah. our problem. We're done teaching the children. Yeah. Because yeah. there was concern about cartoons. And it kind of extends from the big comic book scare later before all of this. Like, 
they were really concerned about children's, uh, you know, consumption of media and whether or not it was beneficial to them or not. This is back when America cared about kids. (laughs) (laughs) So this was kind of that last kind of gasp of, I think, you know, trying to build in some socially redeeming parts. Now, granted, there's still something to be said about, you know, know, with the Transformers the movie, they're like, in the darkest of hours, you too can pull through kids after half your friends get killed by a megalomaniac. Megalomaniac robot. Yeah. So, yeah, it was crazy. Transformers the movie. God bless Ah, it. Good stuff. Well, we want to move on to Eddie's Eddie's pick. The Last Starfighter from 1984. I've got the original trailer pulled up, Eddie. Fire it up, sir, and then we'll launch into this. Sorry, kid, you're just too much Alex Rogan lives in a small trailer park in the California mountains. He has a dream to go to college. You guys think I'm going to hang out here and watch you shine your pickup? Okay, me too. Forget it, man. I'm doing something with my life. Start a career. You really are leaving here, aren't you? Of course I'm going away. We're both going away. Both of us, Alex. And most of all, to get out. You get your chance. Important thing is when it comes, you got to grab it with both hands. Then, one night, a mysterious stranger offers Alex an opportunity he never dreamed of. Who are you? Don't do it. I'm going to call a stranger. And you, mate. Yeah. Yeah. We just learned that. Yeah. 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 Is this just back to the future? What's going on? Almost. Oh, it's coming this summer. Guys, I'm excited. Ready. Let's get ready. <laughs> All right. All right, Eddie. Over to you. All right, Eddie. So yeah, this is the last Starfighter. It is hands down, probably pound for pound, my favorite '80s movie of all time, easily. You know, now I messed up the assignment a little bit, and I did not yep. send this to Daphne. No, but he she did not. D- but do you remember watching this? A I little remember bit? seeing this one time as a very small child, yes. and I remember a guy who lived in a trailer park, and then he like went to space. That's basically and- the premise. Cool. <laughs> Yep. The idea, and this is where we get into this, Ruth, we get into these 80s kind of like, I don't want to say tropes, but these are 80s storytelling mechanics where it's like, it's very, uh, I hate to use this phrase, but very hero's journey-ish, mm-hmm. you know, where it's like, he's a kid, he's a regular kid like you and me, but hey, he's got a special gift. And and in this one, uh, all the stolen ideas and timeline disasters too. Yeah, so <laughs> I would... I would contest stolen after the fact. It seemed like the last Starfighter was really tapping into a lot of, a lot of cool ideas, especially with using video games. Uh, video games back then were new. They were new. They were a new phenomenon, and so they probably had only been really like present in American culture for like five years, maybe, maybe less than that. And we should clarify, Eddie. Video games. We don't mean in your home. We mean no big cabinets. No. No, there really weren't. I mean, there were some home consoles, but they were not what they are today. And so the idea is that as a teenager or a kid, if you were going to go play any games that were worth a dang, you were going to go to the arcade and play those games. And so this this storytelling idea of like, hey, what if this one video game isn't just a game, but it's also a testing mechanism to see. Right. And so that was where the kind of the magic happens and yeah setting it in a trailer park uh super smart idea because how many of us grew up i mean lee you said you had two channels yeah two tv channels that's it no vcr (laughs) we had an atari yeah you know that's about it (laughs) yeah uh i grew up in weird parts of the country too oftentimes in just like really remote areas where not not a ton of people and and so these, these types of stories jump out to you as a kid and they just kind of play fire with your imagination so do you remember anything other than him going to space? I'm putting Daphne on the spot here. I'm so do sorry. You, this is so, uh, I feel, uh, I mean, a little bit. What do you I remember? Guess, I'm going to space. And okay. then like there being a lot of people. A lot of people. <laughs> like uh, the, the thing that was so funny with this movie too, was that Star Wars, especially, I think, when did the, uh, when did the, um, 
when did the empire strikes back come out lee was it after that uh so star wars 77 empire was 81 and then return of the jedi was 83 so this would have been after return of the jedi by one year okay yeah so there's there's a lot of these movies that were trying very hard to kind of like yes not necessarily steal star wars but take a lot of those kind of ideas and kind of run with them you know the the petulant youth you know and all these things and he really didn't have like the grizzled i mean i guess a centauri you could look at that but he was kind of more of a con man really yeah, he was. was kind of the idea yeah so some some ideas but there was this notion of really starting to tell more and more science fiction style stories back then one of the amazing things about this movie which i mean ruth you said the animation for transformers looked so good this one uh, utilizes a computer animation one of the first movies of the of the 80s to use computer animation for its effects and it looks it does not look great i mean (laughs) when you watch it now you're like this doesn't look good and and it doesn't uh at the time because there was nothing like that even though it was different than what we were used to seeing it still looked really interesting you know to us Mm -hmm. But yeah, so that was its big claim to fame was it used uh, computer effects for the first time. I think it even beat out Tron. Uh, Tron was after this, if I remember right. Yeah, I can't remember when Tron was. Let me look it up. But you're right. It was this one had 3D CGI in it. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, in it. In 1984. <laughs> They said uh, there's some fun little facts if you look up on YouTube about this film, how the computers used to render this uh, these effects. I think the last minute, a few of them actually melted or like like caught on fire <laughs> from trying. To, they ran like for a week straight oh to gosh. render this stuff, and so a lot of those effects last minute were like quickly like re-rendered and, and figured out. But a really fun movie uh, directed, I think, by Nick Castle who is also known for directing the Halloween movies in the beginning. Oh, okay. Uh, Those scary scary movies. Uh, Tron came out in 1982, by the way. Oh, so it did. So so, so Tron did beat this one. Yes. Yep. Yep. Uh, But Tron did not utilize full CGI, I think, in its effects. Yeah. Uh, had some CGI, but not a ton. Now those those light those cycle light scenes, bikes, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, that was kind of a combo for you and me. Was Tron? Tron? And- oh, for sure. Tron, oh my God. Yeah. yeah. That that movie's otherworldly. It is. This one has kind of like you said, Eddie, a callback to Star Wars, where Alex doesn't want to be stuck on the trailer park. Luke Skywalker doesn't want to be stuck on the desert planet. You know that whole I want adventure. I don't want to be stuck in this humdrum life. Yeah, I want to do something. I want to be important, and so that whole whole trope, I guess, for lack of a better word. Oh yeah, no, uh, I, like you, Ruth. I think it holds up. Like you said, Lee, I could watch this again and again. I mean, now I need to watch it again with Daphne. It sounds like so we're gonna do that. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm not gonna lie. I kind of want to watch this after we're done. I'm like, hmm, yeah. I'm interested to see like what this movie is about. It's, it's on Amazon. Yeah, it's just a oh. fun story. It's not, you know, it really it's, is. It's. It's very 80s-ish, definitely, but it's just a it's a typical good fun story. The score, because uh, there's no real soundtrack to this, it's more like there's no... I think they sneak in some 80s music, like on the radio, you can hear like some yeah. background music. But, uh, but the score, uh, predominantly the main theme, is super fun. Beyond that, I think like the soundtrack is probably... Beyond the score, uh, it's probably still goes to transformers probably better soundtrack on that one but. yeah soundtracks that's pretty it's hard tough to, to beat. beat it's hard to beat <laughs> it is well, anything else last comments eddie on the last starfighter other than go watch it uh, i agree with uh carolyn's comment right there i'd never say a bad word about last starfighter this movie was everything <laughs> <laughs> i'm excited to see the cgi it's so good you have to remember keep it in context. <laughs> oh, keep it in context. I mean, you might laugh. It's so good. <laughs> well, well, like I think that's what's interesting about watching, like comparing Transformers and then more of a live action movie, yeah. is it's kind of interesting to see how CGI ages and animation kind of just stays there. You know? Yeah. Although it wasn't one hundred and ten percent for Transformers, you could still appreciate it. Whereas like CGI from the eighties, you're like. Laughable. That was something, you know. Well, then when you put into context, you know, Transformers and all the other animated shows, it was all hand drawn. 
I know. I, I, my no, mind is always blown when There's I no reversing that. it. Once you draw it, it's there. You have to physically mm. remove it. So that's what's yeah. even There's more amazing. Like primitive computer generated. Yeah. Those artists at the end look like their <laughs> fingers look like ballerina <laughs> feet. They're all like, uh. <laughs> 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 Yeah. All right, Ruth. We'll, we'll, we'll go over to you. Okay. But, uh, We're going to do Avatar The Last Airbender. Yeah. Yeah. There we are. Tell me you yeah. got, an intro, got an intro fired up, Lee. Water. I got one here. So Earth. we'll, well, what, this is the Nickelodeon I... one, the original one. So yep. here we go. Yep. Not the blue pink one. The four nations the lived together in harmony. Then everything changed when the firebenders attacked. I don't know if I've ever actually Only watched the Avatar, the master of all four elements, could stop them. But when the world needed him most, he vanished. A hundred years passed, and my brother and I discovered a new avatar, an airbender named Aang. The problem is, this avatar is still a kid, and although his airbending skills are great, he has a lot to learn before he's ready to save anyone. But I believe Aang can save the world. This must have been very early. That must have been like the pilot. This is, yeah, this is the very first trailer ever. Okay. Okay, the animation. This isn't, yeah. I meant to do that. Four. Yeah. Wow. Whoa. Avatar, the last airbender. <gasps> yes. Such a great well, show. Nice. I'm ready. All right, Ruth. Go at it. Okay. So, Avatar, obviously, everyone has watched Avatar, who is here. So, it came out in 2004. I thought it came out in 2005, but I might have been wrong. So, I was either three or four when this show came out. So obviously I didn't watch it right away, but I did watch it because I had two older siblings who most of the time got to control the TV. So that's, that's where I get to watch most of my shows is I got to watch a lot of star Trek. I got to watch a lot of justice league, a lot of those types of things. And also Nickelodeon was one of the only like kids channels we had. I had like Nickelodeon cartoon network and like boomerang and like that's, that's it. So there wasn't really a time that I remember like sitting down and watching this for the first time because it's probably been ingrained in my brain since a very young age. But it's an amazing show. It still holds up to this day. There was a, mm-hmm. a time a few years ago when I sat down and rewatched the whole thing because like I watch it on and on all the, on off all the time like random episodes, but when I just sat down and watched the entire thing, I was my mind was blown how great the characters develop over time how well this story is thought out how well it's written and i think what really sets it apart is that it also a lot of the influence for the show it stems from like eastern asian cultures as well as like chinese culture buddhism because it works with like reincarnation and all that kind of stuff there's there's not really much that you cannot like about this show even the episodes that are labeled like the least liked episodes you can't even you can't even label it as that. Like it's kind of just like the episodes that you watch less than the others. Because like <laughs> when I was trying to think of like my least favorite episode, I'm like, those are just the episodes that like I just don't watch as much because like. What I'm are the ones like- that you do watch that like if you do go back, do you have like go to ones? So any any of like the arcs for like the season finales, my favorite arc is like the um, bossing say arc. Oh, um, from like the drill episode on. Oh, the dr- I love oh my gosh, that one's like a three-parter yeah. though, right? The drill, that one's a long one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. No, but that the drill is probably my favorite episode. Like throwing um, the rocks along... down. That one's great. Yeah. yeah. No, that one's and like that fight scene with like Aang on the drill and like just fighting yeah, and mm. oh, so good. <laughs> But my other favorite episode is probably the well, actually, most people don't like this episode. It's the Ember Island players, where it's like I the love the Ember Island right? players. Oh my that gosh, I love it. Gonna, I knew you were gonna say that, that one's wonderful. Yeah. That's where they I see the play them. of themselves. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's where they review yeah. the yeah, whole when they're plot. Like, like the, yeah. It's they're just like getting made fun of. It's wonderful. Literally, yeah. I like it's it because. Played by a girl. Yes. Yeah. Like most. I'm the Avatar. I'm the Avatar. Most TV series don't usually it's like a flashback episode when they like readdress the whole plot but mm-hmm. i kind of like the, spin like the nightmares and daydreams one where they're like about to fight the fire lord and he's like you know 
I honestly don't really like that one that much. <gasps> really? I don't oh, know why. I love that one because when Appa says, you've got to get a hold of yourself. Okay, and that's true. <laughs> that part, <laughs> that part's pretty great. <laughs> I love that one. But yeah, one. no, those are definitely my top two episodes for me. And any Do kind of favorite like, character? Finale arc. I'm so sorry. <laughs> favorite <laughs> favorite yeah, character? Likes it too, I love it. <laughs> is probably... Either Uncle Iroh, obviously. Oh, you know, yes. Uncle Iroh. Ride or die. Oh, my God. Literally. Or Sokka, mainly because of his character development over the course of the series. We love a comic Because at relief. the beginning, you definitely hate him because he's very, like, women can't do anything. Yeah. yeah he's All they're the good way. for is, like, sewing. And <laughs> <Yes>. um, <laughs> he's also just, like afraid of everything not a good leader can't really do anything a klutz doesn't he's kind of very he's very immature you know he doesn't know Mm. much about the world but then by the end of the series you just you just love him he's great i've seen probably almost every episode or darn close and it holds up it's it's a really good show it's it's got an excellent each episode has a good mix of some humor it's got some action it's also sad you mentioned uncle iroh oh the episode where he's flashback into when his son dies. That oh one. my gosh. Oh, that's that's <laughs> yes. my favorite moment oh, when he's singing to yeah. his so dead son. Oh, that, like, so literally... It's almost heart wrenching mm. watching that episode. Yeah. No. And like I the original voice that actor, and, like, that was them like <sighs> saying goodbye to him. Like he died like during the filming of the oh, show. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uncle Because yeah. it was, was this, like in honor of him. Because it was the same voice that did uh, on Samurai Jack. Uh, wasn't it? Yeah, he yeah. did. Uh, a, a, what was the the villain in Samurai Jack? Ruth? Is it the remember. dragon thing? I yeah, Aku name. or Aku or yeah, Aku. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like Aku. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> Uncle Iroh is excellent, excellent character. Absolutely. My, my favorite my my favorite character. Yeah, I I I'm not trying to copy. I love Uncle Iroh. Like, yeah. I think everyone's classic loves for a Iroh. reason. Yeah. No, yeah. Uncle Iroh and I do love Toph. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, I'm a simp for Toph. <laughs> My favorite part She's... of Toph is all the blind jokes that they. Yeah, the blind jokes. And <laughs> talk about character development with her, too. I mean, all the characters have this great. She becomes like a governor. Arc. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's some Korra. That's some Korra. Yeah, that, that's Korra. <laughs> Death dropping some Legend of Korra on y'all. I wish I had um, not finished. My so. favorite episode probably is when uh, Sokka gets. <laughs> I on the on the friendly um, mushroom, friendly the mushroom. Cactus. The library. I oh, love that one. Juice. Yeah. Okay. Wait, Speaking of that, Eddie. Here, Eddie. Yeah. I, I have that have, for you. We pre-plan that. <gasps> cactus juice. It'll quench you. It's the quenchiest. It's the quenchiest. All right. <laughs> Sokka. On- <laughs> I love that you have this ready to pull them. We knew oh, that I had this ready. Drink cactus juice. It'll quench you. Nothing's quench you. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, friendly there you mushroom. Go. Wait, no, there's the friendly it's mushroom. A giant mushroom. Maybe it's friendly. Let's just keep moving. I hope Aang's okay. Friendly mushroom. Mushy giant friend. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> so yeah. The way that this shaped, yeah. Just uh, yeah, I think that's what makes it so funny t- is how he becomes a noodle. <laughs> he becomes yeah. a simple animated version. It was this like- is how animation has degraded over the years. <laughs> yeah, it's just like steady decline. That's now, the humor of it. Now, one thing I do want to point out about Avatar versus like some of the '80s cartoons sure. is like uh, there's a great Avatar: The Last Airbender is a great example of how you build uh, a tale of kind of ethics and character growth into the story instead of killing mm-hmm. shit off instead of tacking it on the end like hey kids you see a power line don't touch it you don't stupid you stupid kid <laughs> you know it's like it, they teaching they, yeah. kids about drugs in a really fun cute like <laughs> yeah don't yeah. do drugs, don't. Yeah, don't do drugs. <laughs> happy mushroom, mushroom. <laughs> have you done that happy mushroom dance <laughs> Oh, too many times. I probably yeah, have many times. Yeah. yeah. Well, it kind of just looks like, you know, like those like advertisement little things outside of car dealerships. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, wacky, like... wa- wa- yes. wavy. <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's what but it looks like. But you're right on the fact that they did this well in the fact also, too, they didn't keep trying to go on for eight, nine, 10, no. 12 seasons. They did no. how many yeah. seasons, Ruth? Four or five? Three. Oh, it was only three, three? seasons. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought it was three more. books. 
Okay. Well, and it's kind of amazing how books. they stick yeah. like so much information in a 20 minute episode without it feeling rushed. Because yeah. nowadays mm-hmm. it's usually 40 minutes for a show like this, but somehow yeah. they stick comedy, good fight scenes, character development, all in a 20 minute episode. Well, they I don't had know to. How they and did it's that. like they only had a yeah. 30 minute time slot People or 22 minutes. People say that it's anime. Slot. Controversial. Is it's controversial? in a very gray it's very area controversial. for me because I because since it was because it's not it's not anime, a Japanese. Yeah. But apparently it was made Japan, in like some but it's Korean heavily studio. influenced and culturally yeah. influenced. South yeah. Korea, yeah. right? Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't come it's, off to me as anime ish. It the, the no. art style and the, and the transitions is not what you would consider traditional anime. I mean, yeah. it's, I guess maybe mm-hmm. adjacent, but it's not. Yeah. I like that anime adjacent. Yeah, maybe. Yes. I, yes. I'd probably ruffle a few feathers. I think there's more character development in this than traditional, like. Which an- anime are you trying to anime? refer to? I don't know. Rocket boots. Rocket boots. <laughs> Rocket boots? I've never seen that. Yeah. Neither is he. Cause it's not real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talking about like Mega Man. It is. It the is. pacing's way better than most anime. You know, they can anime can spend eight episodes on a two minute fight. You know, yeah. there's dialogue back and mm-hmm. forth. Yeah. Just, they have excellent it pace. Is. It's not too slow. It's not too fast. It's mm-hmm. I. It's very close to think. I think on perfecting a a good animation series. I mean, it's as close as you Absolutely. can get. So. my experience with with anime was very much like almost dragon ball z like oh. as a kid where it was like you yeah. think you're the best but i am the one who's the best ah! yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. and then they, they cut away and then they come back and they're talking more and that yes. at like a different yeah. angle yeah and i'm not whamming it's just not my jam yeah it's, a very it's just different thing, yeah but yeah if you like yeah. that yeah. stuff great but this i would ruth you'd probably recommend this to anybody wouldn't you Oh, absolutely. Like all my friends who have never watched it or have not like sat down and watched the whole thing, I will make them sit down and watch the whole thing because they need to. It's kind of just like an essential, like it's a daily life essential, you know, you just need some Avatar. You need some Avatar. It's a a bowl of Avatar in the morning. You know, like. (laughs) Get a a jug of cactus juice and. Exactly. Exactly. Well, they actually have cactus juice. Fun fact. I looked Ooh. it up. They have cactus juice that they sell. <laughs> Although it's for like fiber, like it's for like dietary fiber. Like it's like it's not going to make you high. <laughs> no, unfortunately. Damn. It's the wrong yeah. I already know Ruth's opinion, but I want to get Daphne's opinion on the live action 2010 movie of Avatar. Should we don't talk about that. That never happened. That's I not knew real. it. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Did you see that pug looking BS that they tried to make for Appa? That is like. Oh my gosh. Abysmal. And M. Night Shyamalan can keep his dirty hands off of. It's on. <laughs> Literally. Guys. No, it's Get not him away. on. Get him away. It's on. Like the, so the, com- the fight comical. Like they'll have like this. There's somebody screaming, and then there's just like this floating. Boulder. A tiny little rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And like no. they were so intense too. Like they did not know what they were doing. Literally, it was awful. Me and my I'm, friend. I'm, I'm sorry, Daphne. I, I triggered you. Unnecessary. You did. I I, that was incredibly triggering, and I don't forgive you. <laughs> Unforgiven. Um, but my friend is pretty new to Avatar. She's only watched it like once or twice. And I watched the movie with her, and she's like, wait, but like, isn't it supposed to be this? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, this movie's just confusing me because, like, since it's doing this, I think it's right. But it turns out I'm right, and they're just messing everything up. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, you kind of just got to be like, I'm just watching this. Oh, man. You no can't good. think about it too much. Well, they're doing a Netflix live action series, so we'll see. That's what I heard. I'm I really upset about that. Oh, just it almost isn't necessary. It's not necessary. We're done. It happened. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if, if you want Avatar The Last <laughs> Airbender, just go back and watch, watch the it. series. What? No, yeah. exactly. Right. Like, okay. give us another, like, after Korra, we could do pri- like before yeah. Avatar even happened. Like, well, the, what? Exactly. what's up with Roku? Oh my gosh! True. What What would you guys think if they did one, say, five animated series, just like the original, but say maybe five years later, after the last, after book three, would that be interesting? Kind of see. Well, because they I mean, kind of did that a little bit. Like, they have a comic, like, yeah, they oh, have a comic okay. series. Okay. Yeah, so they like kind of did that, but. Those who were like true fans followed with the comics, I guess. I okay. mean, I don't know how true of a fan I was. I had like a couple of them, but they were 
You don't have yeah. a koi fish tattoo. We got to fix that. Truly. No, yeah. yeah. You got to get on that. I'm a fake fan. <laughs> you yeah. are a fake fan. <laughs> I don't have a koi fish tattoo. No, yeah. Fake fan. Fake fan. And you don't what? have an appa permanently tattooed on your chest. On your so face? Basically... Yeah. Yeah, like on your forehead. <laughs> appa face on your I'm face. I'm going to do that. Oh, if you have a dog, you get like an appa cover that makes it look like appa. Like a, like a coat. <laughs> wasn't, wasn't that yep, yep. flying monkey with Momo? Momo. Momo, yeah. yeah. I like Momo, too. I love Momo. <laughs> you didn't get it. Yes. Well, Ruth, if they did, so this is just a fan idea. If you were to do, if they were to do another Last Airbender, what what would you like to see, or, or are you like Daphne, like nope, let's just 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 leave it there. I think I'm with Daphne on on this because like I just I'm satisfied with the whole series. Like like you said, it's basically as close as you can get to perfect. So like, why would you mess with it? Okay. It's basically like how they tried to recreate the Hobbit movies. Like Lord of the Rings Oof, is already yeah. so good for what it is. You don't really need to touch it. Like you can't. You have to accept that it's not going to get any better than that. But you yeah. did like so, Legend of Korra. Three movies right? out of a book. That's. I was okay with Legend of Korra. Okay. The so... first season of Legend of Korra, I enjoy. After that, I, I kind of. It's okay. <laughs> it gets, it's still it's not the magic. Yeah. It's not the magic of, yeah. of the original. Okay. Okay. I think yeah, Korra definitely. was a culture shock for everybody because, like, having it be like steampunk esque yeah. was yeah. very yeah. unexpected. Yeah. And the pacing, yeah. and even the way that they animated it too, was much more, I guess, Dragon Ball Z esque. Like the mm-hmm. the fight scenes were a lot more like camera angles yeah, flying kinetic. around. Yeah, it was very kinetic. Yeah, but it was it was entertaining, but it didn't feel like Avatar at times. I guess is what yeah. I would. Okay, Daphne, I'm gonna tr- I'm gonna trigger you again. We have a comment that says, "Am I? <gasps> to- oh, you only like that's Wait. interesting." Have I you watched yet the original series though? Any individual who <laughs> prefers So you are an enigma to He bought GoBots. <laughs> he, he bought GoBots. Let's shame Matthew. Matt's a good guy, but he's probably I hope I'm hoping he's just messing with yeah. He's a good guy. There's no way he could I swear that that he's not he, this incorrect. He, he got GoBots. He played with homemade Play-Doh his mom made with flour and no, water. No, the peanut he's, butter dough. God. <laughs> you can eat it. It's fine. You're okay. <laughs> Oh his mom gave him his haircuts. It's all good. Bowl cuts for, Bowl cuts for Matthew. All yeah, day. see, I, I knew he was. Don't I knew do he was messing that, with man. You. That's not kind. <laughs> just, yeah. no, we're, we're just messing back, Matthew. You troll. <laughs> da- Daphne's triggered. Don't don't trigger her. You're like that, I love the that live made me at- heated. No, yeah, yeah. That's- mad. <laughs> go bots are the. <laughs> now he's just yeah. Go bots are the. <laughs> no, <best>. I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Well, Ruth, that was. Excellent. I know you could probably talk for hours just on Avatar. Oh, alone. absolutely. So yeah. Well, it's can I can I mention my favorite comedy moment before we move on? Yes. There's a lot of favorite comedy moments I have, but so you know how in Avatar every animal is like a mix of something. So like a bear platypus or like a bird mm-hmm. parrot, whatever. It's a mix. Everything's a mix. Mm-hmm. But when they get to bossing, say they get invited to the Earth Kingdom's <sighs> or the Earth King's castle, and Katara is reading the letter and then (laughs) she's like to celebrate his bear's birthday or whatever and then like everyone's like so like his platypus bear or his penguin bear and then Katara's like just says bear and then everyone's like this place is weird (laughs) (laughs) best moment best moment I remember that the deadpan this is weird yeah this place is weird like a turtle lion yeah yeah Yeah. turtle lion that's the end game yeah yeah yeah, it teaches yeah Aang how to snatch that bending the comedy is really good they they do again it's a perfect mix of they make you laugh they make you cry they make you mad they make you happy I mean they just hit everything Mm -hmm. On, on almost yes. every episode. Yeah. All right. We can move on now. <laughs> Jesse vowed for Matt D. He's actually a good human, even if he likes the 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 movie, the live action movie. So Well, you can't even joke about that and be a good human. I know. So like mm. you, you shouldn't even joke about that. <laughs> yeah, you Matt shouldn't even joke about that. Make up for that somehow. We'll Ooh. figure it out. We'll let you know. <laughs> you owe us a thousand covert you some extra points, credit yeah, yeah. <laughs> you some extra credit yeah. <laughs> you have to watch transformers or last starfighter over and over again and then you have to write me a 500 weird essay by essay Monday. on, there we go. on uh, why yeah. you like uh, avatar the last airbender 
<laughs> Carolyn Voltron. <laughs> <laughs> Why it's better than the movie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Pen you must do penance. All right. So Daphne, we'll, we'll switch <laughs> to you here. I think what did you end up sending? Because this this kind of like once he brought up Starfighter, I was like, okay, clearly assignment was read incorrectly. So so, so what you how about you give you give an intro as to what I was told. So this was more uh, a mis a misstep, but we'll do another one of this. this is fun. I are love you, are it. You, I dig it. For this you guys movie? are great. I oh yeah, <laughs> I can do more. I'm down. We'll do okay, around. We'll Wonderful. do around two for this one. Where, two. Where, where the Fosslers get it right. But um, but what we did was I was like, what are some things. That that you were uh, a, a, like influenced influenced by growing up with a nerdy dad. Like, what some of the things that you saw? He's like, or what did I show you when you were a that kid you liked, that you remember that I was like that you dug? Now <laughs> this still fits into this aesthetic oh, yeah. I think, because here's a funny thing. So so growing up, she. I mean, we talked about this at one point, Lee. Like yeah. even us as kids, Ruth, back me up here if you want, or tell me I'm wrong. Um, we grow up with our parents' music at first yes like yes. like uh, at a certain age you're listening to whatever mom and dad got playing in the house or in the car or whatever you know for me as a kid it was barry manilow kenny oh. rogers <laughs> oh wow <laughs> you know the monkeys the osmonds yeah. and so for daphne i was a big i'm a big genesis fan and so she grew up listening to a lot of that what they call prog rock uh genesis yes those kinds of bands and so this does fit in because you went on to then expose me to some music that was influenced by the, the music classics, that I, right. the prog gods. So we'll give you a little clip of some music that okay. she grew up with from Genesis. And then while this we, is going, Lee, I was going to have him look up find a, a clip of a like King Gizzard. I would love to talk to the some, Lizard Wizard. Yes. So there's a little Genesis clip we're going to play here real quick. So okay. some, some exposure to what Daphne maybe saw when she was a kid. Because you were listening to Genesis when? When did you find them? I was in like eighth grade. Really? So I've been playing them oh, since wow. then. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll find it here. So this is a music video called From the Trick of the Tale. It's a song about a satyr, if you know what that is, uh, a fictional, a fictional creature that gets some Narnia somehow shit. brought into the real world, and his troubles with being brought into the real world. Okay. He's got a weird claw hand on the guitar. There's a tiny Phil Collins sitting on the guitar. I think this <laughs> definitely like changed my perception of the world at a very young age, and I was like, I don't. <laughs> yeah. This is what no, happens listen, guys. Listen. This is just like what life truly is. Is this like, yeah, no, is this adulthood? This is what adulting looks like in the 70s. <laughs> I'm into it. You know, you hang out with your friends and then yeah. you sing until one of you shrinks to about six inches tall. Phil Collins and then, with a uh, beard. Wow. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Phil. With that beanie, that scarf. <laughs> They got some looks going on. Yeah, he's just ready to write the score for Tarzan. You can see it. In oh, yeah, you can tell. I'm going to write Tarzan <laughs> in 10 years. <laughs> he's Disney bound, for sure. He's holding a vape in his hand, I think, kids. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> but Is the action? That is hilarious. <laughs> no, there wasn't oh any vapes yes. in 1978. <laughs> Look at him, he's tiny. Now, the thing is, once again, so this music is very kind of quirky and weird and so Daphne grew up with this. This is music. not Panic at the Disco, Jesse. No. no, no, no. This is not pop punk, my friend. No. <laughs> Look at that. They're all tiny. How long now. that scarf is. <clears throat> well, well, that scarf, he could do the silk the silk uh, tricks that uh, that Ruth does on the. Oh, that's true. Mm -hmm. Just hang it up. And then... <laughs> that's, yeah. Exactly. Well, fun fact that scarf is normal length. Phil's just like two feet tall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, But. But uh, Lee, if you don't mind, fire up pretty much anything, right? Or do you okay. have a song recommendation? Yeah, if you want to pull up "People Vultures," there you go by King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. And uh, hey, if you're looking for new music, guys, of uh, uh, anyone watching or listening, check you them won't out. disappoint. Oh my gosh! Uh, but so and this is a great treat. example of Daphne then being exposed to this music when she was a kid, and then later on coming back to me and being like, "Hey, you old crusty, what's up, fool?" <laughs> Listen. Listen to this. <laughs> and so, yeah, that one, the top one there. Mm -hmm. Gamma knife is There's good no too. wrong way to start this video, is there? 
You want to give people a little bit of a... A little bit of context? Well, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard is a band from Melbourne, Australia. And they're heavily influenced by bands like Yes, King Crimson, lots of like proggy... They, they like to kind of sway um, musically, I guess. They, they did like a microtonal set of stuff that was kind of like Turkish inspired doing like half step kind of intervals. So they made their own instruments in that kind of tuning. There's really? a bunch of like lanky nerds. They're great. I dig them. They made and their they own did instruments? like a thrash that's, metal. That's cool. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Huh. Shoe boxes and rubber bands, guys. Let's Hell do yeah. this. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Let's take a listen for a little bit here. One of my favorites. I think it's like one of my favorites. So when did this come out? This one was, I believe, 2015. This album oh, okay. came out. Um, Gone Infinity. It's not that long ago. Not too long. They had one year where they released five albums. They've been, like, ranking stuff out pretty nonstop. They did three last year, I know. Said they're from Australia? They're, yeah, they're from Melbourne. Melbourne, okay. This is what I picture Ruth doing when you said she joined the circus. <laughs> yeah, I'm just climbing she's in a giant. Room. She's in a giant vulture. It's almost a nod to like the old Power Rangers. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, that's what I'm getting. I'm getting Power Ranger vibes. <laughs> they must have grown up watching Power Rangers. Ooh. That's the opposite. That's the opposite of a public service announcement. <laughs> <laughs> Don't don't walk up to strange no, vultures. They saw Power Rangers. They didn't see GI Joe though. <laughs> don't walk up to strange vultures. With your budget yeah. Ant Man helmet, you're getting stomped on, kid. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. I love this. Yeah. I had a feeling Ruth would dig this. Oh, have, not the bassist. They have one album that's like half spoken word, story based, and they have this. Fan, their fan base is kind of like abysmal. I love them very much. Um, but they uh, have something called the Gizverse because a, a lot, if you like look at their lyrics, uh, sometimes they'll like be tied together or they'll, they'll use riffs in certain albums and then they'll like show up in others. So people have like connected things um, and they've really played into it too. Like they'll do Reddit. FAQs and people will ask them about. It, it, they're just great. They're a bunch of nerds, and I love them. So when did you? Them. How did you discover these guys? I had a friend um, tell me about one of their albums. Um, the what? Which one was that one? Uh, I'm in your mind, Fuzz. And I was like, "What the? What is that? That's something by <laughs> King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard." So I was playing it like on my way back from hanging out with people and the way that the like the whole album was just like streamlined i thought i was listening to one song but when the third track came on it's called cellophane i knew i was like immediately hooked and then i just started listening to the rest of their stuff and they don't disappoint like everything is they don't repeat anything okay. that's it's crazy because you, they said they, they kind of change up every time like they did oh, metal yeah. They did a metal they did a album. Thrash metal album in 2019. Uh, they did a hyper pop, really effervescent kind of cutesy album at the beginning of this year. They did an album that's like kind of more like of their older stuff. They have a 10 minute song that's like a half kind of proggy jam, but then they are like rapping now, I guess. Wow. And it, it holds up and it's kind of like Beck like in their, their, they're like cadence how they rap it's interesting because most most musical artists kind of stay in their lane 
Mm-hmm. They have it. no lane. They have no lane. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it was so neat about this was a lot of the Genesis stuff, especially in the beginning, was very theatric and it had a lot of costumes and weird characters mm-hmm. and a very like a fusion of like performance art with music. And so when Daphne turned me on to these guys, I was like, man, this is very, it's funny how, you know, you get these kind of cyclical kind of like circle uh, of life yeah thing. so it's just kind of fun Incredibly. yeah totally so, yeah. very cool so hey we recommend that look at that everybody's learning new stuff yeah i mm-hmm. never i'm definitely gonna listen to this later. visual and auditory yay yes it's a mix i want to watch avatar again now. yeah, me yeah too. I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the home run of the of the discussion was avatar mm-hmm. yeah so, who doesn't like definitely. avatar you're weird if you don't like Avatar. well except definitely. for Je- matt d evidently he just likes the live action yeah movie. so he's weird <laughs> We're not allowed to talk to him anymore. He's like Avatar Blue. He's like he's like the guy who pulls up in a weird car. Hey kid, get in. Hey kid, get in. <laughs> we need no. that. No, the PSA's taught me not to do that. We need a PSA. Don't talk to people that like the Avatar last uh, the live Don't action like movie. Last Airbender movie. Um, exactly. We're just giving you crap, Matt. It's okay. We're just messing with Matt. He's a great guy, no Matt. He's a good. He is. He is a good guy. Cool. Well, I think that's all for for this discussion. But I think everybody's in agreement. We need to pick another another time and and grab some more stuff from our childhood and and uh eddie can grab his optimus prime uh figure that he cried on when he watched the movie when optimus oh, pointing at daphne right now there from across the room yeah, yeah. <laughs> still have Very still nice. have your tear stains on it eddie oh yeah no you still see the little tear droplets <laughs> yeah. optimus. i stuffed him in my stock dro- sock drawer when i got home i'm like <laughs> i can't play with a dead toy did you, <laughs> did you buy a hot rod figure just to break it into a million pieces oh no i would sneer at it when i walked by the store i'm like you kill optimus prime and you know it you got in the way did you agree ruth was it was hot rod's fault oh absolutely <laughs> definitely hot rod's oh. fault hot rod hashtag hot rod killed prime literally Oh yes. yeah, I said hot uh, hashtag hot rods a murderer. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, that was fun. Uh, hopefully, hey, thanks for everybody in the chat that uh, that chimed in. We appreciate it, and we'll do this again next time. So th- say goodbye, everybody, and we'll see you next time. Good night, Bye. everyone. Thanks.